Bugs. Today is the same day. Wednesday, February 7th. It's 9.30 p.m. Thankfully, I'm able to do this earlier because I ain't trying to stay up all night. So, we're going to jump into Divine Masculine Air Signs, okay? Divine Masculine Air Signs, finally. I'm sorry. I thought the three messages that I posted before this was about the air signs, but then I realized it was for everybody, okay? So I'm going to give you guys that one so we can start to continue to finish out this series. If you're an air sign and you're divine masculine, um, what is that? Air, Aquarius, Gemini, or Libra, and you might have this as your main sign or this may be somewhere in your chart. This may resonate with you. Please do not force the situation to fit your situation, okay? Um, this is the first time that I was called to pull out my dice that um, have specific months and dates on it. So for the Divine Masculines that are going to hear these messages, February 11th through 20th could be um, significant for you. So I think that is Sunday through like, what is that, like Sunday to Sunday or something? Or like into the going into the next week, basically. Let me see. This upcoming Sunday, going into um, the following Tuesday. No, it's like damn near two weeks. Yeah. So this upcoming Sunday will be the 11th. And then like going into the Tuesday after that. So basically like a week and a half or so um, during that time period. A week and a half of the 11th through the 20th is important. Those nine days are very specific or significant to you in any type of way. I don't know. Maybe it's y'all birthdays. Um, yeah, that's still, yeah, that is still Aquarius season. So, um, I have no idea what that means for y'all. Like the rest of this Aquarius season could be popping for you. I don't know. All I do know is, um, this is very specific. Okay. So if it does not resonate, I'm so sorry. Please try to find a different reading. Look at your natal chart and find a different placement and see if that resonates. And if it's not, then I guess your spirit team just does not have messages for you this week. Okay. So divine masculine, I was called to pull out two different decks, pull out the um, king of swords in these two different decks. And one of them is this hoodoo deck that I use and it, um, it's giving me the energy because there's clocks here, right? And normally when you look at traditional tarot, um, when you look at traditional tarot, it actually does not have that on it. It's just like a masculine sitting on a throne with a knife or like a sword in his hand. With this one in particular, it has a sword, but it has multiple clocks. So what I'm picking up from that before we even really get into the whole message is that it's divine timing. So your period of divine timing could be now as you listen to it, or it could, you can resonate with these messages and be like, that sounds about right. But then these events start to transpire from the 11th through the 20th. I don't know. Just keep those dates in mind. Maybe write them down on your um, calendar or put them in like your Google calendar or something like that so that you can remember and pay attention to your dreams around that time. Pay attention to different um, synchronicities and events that's happening to you around that time. 
because it's this first card is giving me divine timing. Like, if you've been waiting on divine timing, I feel like this they're finally giving you a specific range. So you're not just like wondering and wondering and wondering and just like, you know, um, constantly praying for something that is like they keep saying, oh, it's here, it's here, it's here. So for you guys in particular, it's like they gave you a range of dates. Now, for everybody, it may different be different. For somebody, it might be the 11th. For others, it might be the 18th. For others, it might be the 15th. For some of y'all, it might be the whole nine days. You know, so just pay attention around that time because it's definitely important for it to pop out. All the other readings that I did did not have this at all. So I feel like it's your time. Um, I'm also looking at this where like, um, you could have been in your head a lot about these things. You could have been in your head a lot about these things going back and forth. Like what is going on? Um, I don't know. Like just a lot. It's a lot. I feel like a lot of thoughts, a lot of back and forth, a lot of trying to figure things out and. Um, I feel like maybe this reading is going to give you all the clarity that you need to go ahead and move forward on a decision. Or maybe if you were going back and forth about making a decision and you were back and forth in your head about it, um, this may be around the time where it's like you have until this time to make this decision. I don't know. It can resonate in several different ways. So let's just jump into the cards and see what they're talking about. But it's definitely surrounding divine timing in this reading. The first card besides those two is um the nine of swords in reverse. And normally nine of swords upright is like you're trapped in your head about the shit, right? Like you really can't make a decision. Um, That can have so many examples tied to that. So I'm not going to really give any because I can go on forever and ever about what you could be trapped in your head about. But I feel like everybody has a different situation that they've been pondering about. So with the nine of swords in reverse as one of the first cards in this deck is like, um, maybe you already made this decision and maybe, um, you acting on it now may transpire in, in the perfect amount of timing or something like that. I don't know, but for it to be in reverse is giving me like, you made a clear fucking decision. You cleared away all of the, um, maybe like self doubt, negative self talk, um, other people's opinions, Oh, this won't work. That won't work. Maybe it's business, relationship, a moving situation. Um, you know, something involving parenting, something about your lifestyle, your health. It could be millions of things, but whatever it is, you're standing on business about that. Um, I do see daughter of coins here. I don't feel, I, I don't know what I'm seeing here is I feel like divine masculine, you're making a decision to, um, and why do I feel like you're older? I feel like I'm talking to a mature masculine, okay? If you're not older, like, I feel like the person I'm talking to is, like, in Gen X or something like that. Or you might be older than that, like a boomer or something like that. Um, Yeah, I think they were called baby boomers or something like that in that era. You might be older than that. Um, I'm also paying attention, as I say, the boomer age, um... I'm looking at my son's toys and for some strange reason, he has all his toys on my bed. Normally they're all over the floor and he's tripping over and running around. But in particular, all of his like toys that his grandpa got him for Christmas, um, that are like war based, like it's like a military helicopter, um, like a mine 
what's it called? Like a mind sweeper when they like use a machine to like sweep up the little bomb things. There's like shit like that, like military toys. Um, there's like a Air Force super flying jet thing that he has. Cause he wanted an airplane and they didn't have regular airplanes. It's the only thing that he had close to it. So he got him like military toys, but I'm like looking at it. Like maybe are you like, um, are you like a vet? I'm feeling like whoever you are, you're older masculine. I'm talking to, and you could be a veteran. Okay. And I feel like you could have been going back and forth, making a decision about something. And, um, I feel like you're set on this decision. Finally, and you may act on this decision coming up soon, maybe like the 11th through the 20th. Something's important surrounding this decision you made. I don't know. You know more than I do. But um I feel like with the with the father of coins in reverse and I see a daughter of coins here. And I see a reader. Um, This reader could be me, meaning that. um I'm picking up on this energy because maybe I helped you with something. Yeah, I could have helped you figure out something because I see the three of coins like. Okay, maybe you were listening to a reading that either I or somebody else did and it resonated with you to a T like you knew I or somebody else was specifically speaking to you in that reading, even though it was generalized, right? And it's giving me that, you know, how I'd be like, this is going to be very specific type shit. It's giving me something like that. So unfortunately, if this is not resonating with you and you're an air sign and you're not like an older masculine, that's like, shit, I don't even know. It's giving me like, were you in like the, the last world war? Um, Shit, you might have been, but I don't know if that's the baby boomer age or not. Like, I'm not going to hold you. I'm a millennial. And as besides Gen X and the baby boomers, I don't know what came before that. So I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys. But your generation could have been, you were younger and you were like in the last war or something like that. Or like, I don't know, some some surrounding that. Okay? And... I'm feeling like either I, you had some type of reading that was done. Either this was a personal reading or a general reading that just so happened to specifically be speaking to you. And I feel like what you were back and forth about is maybe involving your finances and who to give this to, right? Because I feel like you're quite older and you could be a Aquarius, Gemini, or Libra. Or you have these placements somewhere in your chart. And I feel like maybe your next birthday is coming up soon. Because Aquarius season's not over or it just passed or something like that. But I feel like you can feel maybe your health or something. You can feel in your bones that like, I need to get this done before um, my assets, my estate, my inheritance that I want to leave behind to someone is just all willy-nilly like it's like some type of decision that you have to make you found out secrets because i see the the moon card in reverse here on top of the nine of swords in reverse like before there was a lot of secrets surrounding you and maybe me or another reader i'm not just going to take the clout for myself or nothing like that but me or another reader could have 
gave you a personal or general reading and it helped you see things for what was really going on. And I feel like you are now realizing where you want to like how you want to do your last will and testament or something like that. Yeah. And this is giving me that you want to give it to somebody like you want to um donate it to somebody in need. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's giving me with the uh daughter of coins here like you might have kids. I'm not gonna hold you. You might have children, but I feel like you're giving it to somebody to help their business or you want to give it to somebody to help their business or help them succeed. But this is like all your assets, like everything that you want and own and have right now. Facts. Yeah. It's like you want to give it to somebody outside of your bloodline is what it's giving me. Because if this would have been like 10 of cups or, or three of cups here, it would have been like family, friends. But since it's like three of coins, it's pinnacles. It's more so like um investment. It's giving me like more so you want to invest in somebody, even if that's like your last will and testament. Yeah, for sure. I feel like whoever this person is for you, this feels like a spiritual connection. I don't feel like this is like no weird shit, like sexual or nothing. The person that you're probably wanting to bless with this is like, you know, is like young enough to be like your grandkid, your grandson, your granddaughter, your great grand or something like that. So it's not nothing weird, sexual like that or nothing like that. I feel like it's just literally like I have all this and I know I can't bring it with me. I know my time's running out soon. And it's something about your family. So maybe you listen to my messages or some uh, somebody else's messages and you learned what karmic family looks like. You learned what generational curses are. You learned what the black sheep is and, and you know, purposes in life and like all that kind of spiritual talk. And like you realized, wow. So then people started to show their true colors and you're like, I'm not leaving these people all this money. Yeah. So this is giving me, you want to bless somebody and inherit, uh, not inherit, bless somebody and invest in somebody so that they can take that and invest in their own family. Because I feel like you see this person as having, as having a pure heart. Yeah. For sure. This is like wealth. Um, yeah. And I feel like, um, the people around you are giving me like entitlement. Like they feel like they're entitled to it. They might be arguing over it. They might be acting weird around you. Um, you might not even trust them to be honest with you is what I'm picking up. Yeah. And you might feel alone in your old age. I'm very sorry that you have to go through that. Shit, I hate being alone and I'm only 31. So I can't imagine being older and have to like look over your shoulder at that point in time because people are being weird and snakes and stuff. Um, I share a lot with you guys on uh, my podcast and stuff, and I shared with you guys that um, on a certain side of my family that um, my grandparents were murdered for their um, their money and stuff like that. So my grandpa in particular, um, when I first started to get into spirituality, um, I knew he died years before. But like when I first started to get into spirituality and this actual deck that I'm pulling with right now, the hoodoo deck, um, 
I did a reading with him and was just like, wow, he came to my dream. Like, let me see what he want to talk about. And I pulled it and he told me how he died. And even if I didn't believe it, he showed it to me in a dream through his own eyes. And it was really fucked up. And he showed me who did it and what happened and all that kind of stuff. So I feel for this. I feel for whoever. My bad, y'all. Um, my son's little alarm went off on my phone. I forgot I had it on. But anyways, um, I was saying that I feel for you on a deeper level, um, having to go through this type of shenanigans in your old age. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you should just be resting and getting ready to transition and getting ready to close out of this life cycle and move on to the next beautiful life cycle for yourself. You have to worry about people being snake and fraud and weird and slimy and grimy around you and plotting on you and stuff. And I was saying before I cut off that um, I was told that my grandfather and my grandmother passed in one way. And, you know, in my waking life, like, oh, yeah, grandma's passed. Oh, yeah, grandpa's passed. And this would happen. And then when I started to read tarot and become more spiritual, they showed me and I was like, oh, hell no. Like, and I started moving differently around certain people because I'm like, y'all got them. And they came from buku money, like big money. They came from hella money. Um, They never worked the day of their lives. Like they had a little storefront, but it wasn't they didn't have to go and do anything. You know, they didn't have to do anything. They owned their home. They owned their land. They had chicken coops and milk outside with the fucking goats and fucking, you know, they can go outside and crack the eggs and they had a garden and like they were just living luxurious. And I didn't understand like where all that went and their kids, it was their own kids and their kids' spouse that took them out. So, um, I feel for you on another level. You actually kind of remind me of like my grandfather's energy. <sighs> Um, but yeah, you could, you could be in the process of like selling your home. You could have like downsized. I don't know if you're in an apartment now or if you're in like a, um, assisted living situation, but I feel like you could have checked yourself into this, you know? Cause I feel like if it was left up to, um, your family, you wouldn't trust, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how some people have, like, a mother-in-law suite or, like, a father-in-law suite or, like, you know, they have their parents living in their home when they get older. And it's, like, a multi-generational um, uh, family home where it's, like, you know, everybody's in there. The kids, the grandkids, the, the mom, dad, the grandpa, grandma. I feel like you could have sold your home and you could have moved yourself into, like, assisted living and you might have, like, CNAs and different people coming around the clock to like help you but I feel like um you don't trust your own kids to do that because it's something about you notice their energy was like real real shysty um yeah I feel like whatever home that you sold you have that money you have whatever money that I said you might have been in, like, the military or um, the Navy, the Air Force, some type of military base. Um, and I feel like you have assets and benefits, but you don't want to give not a penny to them because of them showing their true colors. Yes. Facts. Um, yeah.
That's sad. That reminds me of my papa. Um, I'm sorry that you have to go through this, sir. And if you are a vet, thank you for your service. Um, with the nine of coins here and the nine of sticks, I feel like whoever you're wanting to give this to, you realize that this person is like tough. You respect this person. Like, I don't know if you're like a Marine or like a Navy SEAL or like something like that, but it's like you, you know, I, I used to go to military school. I wasn't going to go to anything outside of that. <laughs> that shit was hard. And I don't like people telling me what to do, but, um, I did do five and a half a months in um, military school. It's like boot camp kind of, but we had to go to school too. And we earned school credits and, um, oh my God, like, yeah, that was a lot of work. And they used to say like this quote, like pain is weakness leaving the body. And I feel like y'all are tough. Like whoever you are, you're tough. And I feel like the person that you um respect and have respect for that you want to bless with this abundance, you look at this person as tough as well. Like you're like, this is a tough cookie. Like this person don't crack. This person don't fold. You know, they're 10 toes down. Like they're, they're standing on their business. They're making sure that they're good, they're safe, they're protected. If they got to cuss people out, if they got to fight, if they got to do this, that, they're going to do it to make sure they're okay. And I feel like you might still have a lot of um military in your background. Like you could have came from a military family or a militant family, or that's just how you raised your kids or something, but it's like the way that they turned out. Or even if this is not your kids, it might be your grandkids or your great-grand. I don't know who's still around you, but it's like I didn't raise y'all like that why y'all like that like the generations after you like fumbled the bag or I don't really know but it's something that's off like you could have been spiritual in your own way especially to be listening to me I feel like you're spiritual in your own way and um maybe they're not shit they might not even be religious they might not believe in anything and it may show and I feel like whether it was me or another reader that you receive this clarity from it helps you make a decision yeah for sure um you definitely lost your i feel like you could have lost your wife like your wife could have passed before you my condolences my deepest condolences on that as well um you could have lost your wife, so it's like it's not even like you would be leaving your wife behind anything. It's literally like just the the grands and the great grands, and I feel like they're not giving you much hope with the mentality and the the heart that they have. It's very cold, you know what I'm saying? Um, so you're just like what? Like I feel like you were going back and forth with this for a while. Like, damn, I can't. Um, like maybe you were like, should I give it to a charity? Should I throw it out a window? <laughs> like, should like, what should I do with all these assets and all this money? Um, and I feel like you've been going back and forth with for, for this for a while, but I, I, I see for sure you're like, I don't want to give it to the people that my blood runs through their veins. Like, no, for sure. Yeah. This is enough money for somebody to have to buy a home, to buy land, to have a garden, to be comfortable. They might not have to work a day of their life if they don't want to. And I feel like that's why they want it. But it's for the wrong reasons. You know, it's it's one thing if you got a good, pure heart and you're like, man, I've been struggling my whole fucking life. And this will be the break that I need versus like, 
grandpa's going to leave it to me. No, he's going to leave it to me. And, like, you can tell these people will fight to death over something that you don't even want none of them to have. You know, they'll turn on each other. And trust me, it is very possible. The people that I grew up around and raised me, even some of them wasn't my family. Some of them were just distant family. Oh, they literally will kill each other for this money. I cannot make it up. I lost several cousins, family members, grandparents behind people doing this exact same thing. So you're not wrong about that at all, sir. Not at all. Yeah, this is definitely like military benefits. Okay, so with this card in particular, I'm using the Ancestor deck. I call it an Ancestor deck, but it's a hoodoo deck. And it's Black History Month, right? It's giving me with this in reverse. Are you white? <laughs> nothing of, nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, my ancestors, some of them are Italian, some are Celtic, you know, some are French. Nothing wrong with that. But with this card in particular, it's like, if it's upright, I see a Black Panther here. I see like somebody indigenous, like, you know, somebody colored. Um, but with it in reverse, it's like, I could be talking to an older white man, older white male. This is also giving me, um, when it's upright, it's like spirits, ancestors, like, um, maybe you didn't know much about ancestors and stuff until you started to listen to me or other readers. And you could have learned about them, but it's like, okay, maybe you didn't know about your ancestors, right? I'm not going to say you didn't. You, you knew about your ancestors, but you didn't know that, like, you can work with them. You can light a candle for them. You can venerate them or whatever, whatever, whatever. And for me to say this with this card in reverse, I feel like, honestly, the type of person that you are, you probably wouldn't even try to tap in with your ancestors because it's given me that your ancestors could be racist. That don't mean you're racist, but your ancestors could be racist. Facts. Yeah. I feel like they could be, for sure. Okay, this is interesting, because I have to be careful with my words here, because <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody, and I don't want to come off a certain way, because it is Black History Month, and it's getting very specific here. I don't feel like you're a racist, but I see that you know that your bloodline were... um I had a dream. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hold on. This pause, pause, pause. This is starting to make sense. A couple days ago. Hey, Baba, no touching that, please. A couple days ago, I had um a dream. And I didn't recognize nobody in the dream. And it was like a bunch of dark skin. I mean, like darker than me. I'm not that dark. If you guys see my picture. Or whatever on Spotify. I'm not that dark. I'm mixed. But like chocolate. Beautiful chocolate skin. And they had like tattered clothes on. And like way, way, way back in the day. It looked like slavery time. And I know they had cameras back in those days, right? And even though it wasn't like no iPhone cameras or none of that fancy cameras that we have. Where it's like super pixelated and stuff. But they still had cameras back in those days. And I seen, you know how they would take pictures of like, this was the dream. And then I'm going to get back into the reading. This was the dream, though. And I feel like whoever you are, for some reason, there's some type of divine timing with this message. But I had this dream like a couple days ago. 
and just wrote it down and was like, that was random and kept it pushing. But now that I'm saying this out loud, I'm like, whoa, that's what that dream was. So the dream that I had was like, um, an African American family or like slaves. And there was, um, slave owner family. And they were talking about how their ancestors are racist. It was like somebody was like, yeah, my ancestors are racist. But the person that was telling me this, I feel like maybe it was you, but it was like you were younger. So I don't know what you look like as a, um, you know, when you were in the military or something like that or whatever branch you were in the military, you could have been younger, like 18, 20, 21, something like that. Um, so you were quite younger, tall, you could have like sandy brown hair or you did have sandy brown hair, tall, thin. Um, and like he had on a hat and it's like the person telling me the story of the racist ancestors was taking pictures of, um, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, maybe there's in your photo album. It's like, even if you don't venerate ancestors and all the kind of stuff I'll be talking about on here, you're like, no, nah, I don't want to conjure them up. Nah, I'm not trying to talk to them. I ain't trying to light no candle. I ain't trying to write them no letter. I ain't trying to ask them for nothing because you're not racist. I don't feel like you're racist, but you know that your bloodline literally owns slaves because it's like in your photo albums or pictures or something like that. They have these pictures of them on a plantation with their slaves something like that because that's what it was giving me it was like you were showing me the pictures that you have somewhere in a photo album of this that's what i got from the dream and i was just like okay that was random but yeah so i feel like whoever you are you contacted me in dream time i just want you to understand that okay you're very powerful but you definitely contacted me in dream time and showed me that i didn't quite understand it until now so you probably, I'm, I'm trying to give credit to other readers too, but you probably got these messages from me now that I see that you contacted me. So saying all that to say, you are not your ancestors. Okay. You don't have to take on any of the fucked up shit that they have done in the past. That's not true. It's giving me that you might be the generational curse breaker. And even if you didn't know what those words meant until recently, even basically at the end of your life now, you still are doing something or you're about to do something that is going to um break some type of hold that's on your family. So, okay, this is so specific. I'm not going to hold you. The generations that are here now, they're probably not going to have good karma because it's giving me that they're carrying on those traits of your ancestors that you don't want to connect with that were racist and that own slaves at some point in time, right? That's the energy. That's why you don't like the energy. That's why it's not cool. It's not comfortable, anything like that, because you were, and even though you might be a, a baby boomer or like whatever generation was before that, even though you, you're quite older, you're still the generational curse breaker of your bloodline. I just feel like your people, they don't understand that. Like your people, your folks, your, um, your immediate family, your kids, your grandkids, all them, they don't understand any of this kind of stuff. I don't know if they're religious or spiritual at all or whatever they, that they believe in. 
but they don't understand how this works and what that looks like. So the traditions that they were taught the whole time to keep up was like, maybe it's like white privilege, entitlement, and you don't like that. It makes you uncomfortable because it's like, and then also with you coming from a military background, it's like, I earned everything I got. Like, you guys are weak. You guys are lazy. Like, we're not used to this. You're not like this. Like, what, what, what is going on? You know what I'm saying? Y'all want shit to just be handed to you? You expect me to just die? Me to just hand this to you? You didn't prove this. You didn't help me out. Like, it's just so many things stacked against them and they're just not doing it. So I'm not going to lie. However many generations you have under you right now, like, let's say it's your kids, your kids have kids, and then your kids have kids. So, like, grandkids or great-grands, they're going to still be the same way that they're going to be. But I feel like after you do this gesture, this kind gesture, especially I feel like you're going to bless someone that is of a different cultural background in you. So I don't know if they're black. I don't know if they're Hispanic. I don't know what culture they are, but they are not white. And you've been contemplating this. And I feel like you're going to bless somebody that is of a different culture than you. But that itself, that act itself, especially because I feel like this money that you have, it's not just from your hard workings and your military background and whatever businesses you might have had or anything like that. This money can go all the way back as from as far from your ancestors and slavery. So this is a lot of money. This is not just like, what's that shit called? AARP or like anything like that. Navy Federal or nothing. It's not just like military benefits. This is like basically like plantation money. Right? If y'all listen to my old episodes, I explain to you guys my background. There's so many cultures that I'm mixed with. So I don't try to stick to one. I represent them all. But my ancestors have plantation money. And if you guys understand, I told some of y'all where that came from on different ways. And it wasn't more so like that we were um beating and raping and killing slaves or nothing. We were Creole. Some of us were Creole, so we were passe blanc or white passing. And then your sister, your cousin, your daughter could be jet black and you are white passing. So in those days, what we had to do was write them down on paper, buy them as if they were our slaves so that we can keep other people from taking and separating our family. And that's how my family unit survived in Louisiana. So I understand the amount of money that's here from having plantation money. Don't get me wrong. Trust me. I understand. Okay. And until I understood the background of that, I felt guilty at first because I was like, damn, I knew, you feel me? I knew we had white in our blood, which would make us Creole. We have French, we have Spaniard, we have this, 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 this. And I was like, you know, I knew somebody had to be, you know, um, somebody raped somebody or something happened with somebody like that for us to be able to acquire this money. But sometimes it wasn't always that either. So 
in some stories, uh, some parts of the family, my distant family, it is true like that. Like, and then other ones, it was literally how I just said, where it's like, we had to write down that we owned our own family, siblings, cousins, aunties, uncles, so that nobody would separate us, right? We filled out different names. Like, in my family on one side, we have 60, 60 different last names so that nobody can tell that we're all family, but we're all family. They're all Creole last names to try to cheat the system back in these days so that nobody else can take them away. They own a whole city in Louisiana, and it's just my family because we have to keep buying land to keep people off the land in this private property so that nobody can come and try to take our family because back in those days, it's up for grabs. You're going to buy a slave? Give me the slave. I'm going to take the slave, right? So it's like, but that was our family. So I under-fucking-stand how much money this is. This is wealth. This is like, this will change somebody's entire life. And I understand deeper um, why you don't want to give it to the bloodline that you have here. And I think I want you to understand how big of a decision you just made on making this move that you're about to make whenever you make it. But for some reason, the February 11th through the 20th is important. So, um, my hats go off to you because this is this right here to give someone, this is kind of like, for some reason, this is really tying into my goddamn ancestry. Um, and I was just telling on the last episode, I was telling people like encouraging other people to look into your family's history because then you can learn about what they went through, what they had to do. And you can speak about it as confidently as I can speak about it. I studied this shit for years and I'm still studying it. I just have to I had to take a pause on it because I couldn't pay that extra fee that you have to pay to do shit on ancestry. So that's the only reason I paused on doing it. But um Your ancestors have a story, right? And I was telling people that um, something about a family tree. Okay, that's what I was doing. I was about to tell you guys about that. Um, why do I feel like I'm, I'm supposed to tell y'all this? This is weird. Okay. So, there is a ancestor of mine, Marie Louise Coin Coin. Coin, coin, like spell, like coins change, like coin, C-O-N, C-O-I-N, C-O-I-N, Marie Louise Coin, coin. That is one of my ancestors. Um, she was a slave and she was owned by, um, by a slave master. And that slave master sold her to one of my ancestors. He was a white Frenchman and she was, uh, indigenous. Um, but she was chocolate, so she looked black, but she was indigenous. He sold her, and she was like 14 or 15 when he sold her. So one slave master owned her at first. Then he meets this, um, white Frenchman that comes through, and they're all in Louisiana, New Orleans, Louisiana. And he's like, Hey, I, I just got a plantation, boop, boop, boop. I need to buy some slaves. He's like, All right, cool. I got this slave for you that I can offer you. He only bought one slave, and it was, my ancestor, Marie Louise Coin Coin. Hi, Bubba. Would you want to watch something different? 
Hold on, y'all. What you want to watch, Batman? Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, sit down. Um, sorry. So, um, so he bought her from her original slave owner. And I think she was like 13, 14, 15 years old. She was a young, um, indigenous woman, chocolate skin. He bought her and he brought her to her, his plantation that he just opened. The thing is, the Frenchman, who was actually a great, 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 great ancestor of mine, he never bought any other slaves. He just kept her. And during her young age, she was actually married to a um, a another indigenous, indigenous man. She was married at her young age. They separated them two. She was married, and I think at that age, she already had three kids on her own. I can't remember what tribe they were from at the time off the tip of my tongue, but they're indigenous. Like people call them native Americans. Um, but they were indigenous and she had three kids by the time she was like 13, 14, 15 years old, somewhere around there. And she had them with an indigenous man. So it's like, you know, same blood. Um, before she was sold off to one of my ancestors, which is a white Frenchman, the husband of hers was sold off separately and her three kids were sold off separately. And then she was sold off to my ancestor, right? So um the whole family was separate. He got her and then he fell in love with her secretly. And he didn't even actually, like, he had a plantation and stuff, but he didn't actually have her working. It was just, like, he bought her just to basically have, like, jungle fever. You know what I'm saying? And just, like, be with her. Um, So she ended up having hella kids with him. Like, shit. I can't remember the exact number. Maybe seven to ten. Like, I think it was, like, seven to ten of them. Um, remind you, I'm still doing ancestry. So I stopped at seven. There might be more. And I think they said there was more, but I can't remember off the top of my head if it was seven or 10, but around that number, he had her bear him all those children, which are now their mixed breed. Right. So, um, he was kind of just ducked off living his little life with her on his plantation, his land. Nobody came by and bothered him, nothing like that. Then back in those days, it was like, why the fuck they got me telling y'all this thought? <laughs> I don't know, but for some reason, you just, y'all just need to hear it. So just go with it. Okay. Black history month. Fuck it. So boom, he had her bear him all those children and stuff like that. Like, and then. You know, back in those days, there was like um the elites, I want to say, if they want to call themselves elites, but like the slave owners and like the um the noble men and like the, the fancy clubs with the top hats and the little fucking shit they used to do, host the little parties and stuff. Like he never used to come around to the parties and all that kind of stuff. He never used to come around the other white people. And they're just kind of like, you know, bro, where you, where you been at? Like, we ain't seen you in a minute ever since you got your plantation. Like, how many slaves you got? You know, it's like, it's something to brag about back in those days. Like, yeah, I got this many slaves and, and ah, da, 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 we're producing this much and da, 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 da. We got this, 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 this going on. And like, he don't never come to the parties to say that kind of stuff. And 
they don't really know nothing about his plantation or what's going on with it. They just know he has one. So he had a bunch of questions raising about, you know, what's going on. And he can't come off like he's no nigga lover, right? Because you can get killed back in those days for that. So after he has her, of course he can't get married to her or nothing like that. She technically is his slave, but if his white people, his homeboys, the other people of the town would have known that he was sleeping and bearing kids with her, mixing that pure race blood, like they had that whole energy about that, they would have killed his ass and killed her and killed all those kids. So what he did was he left her the plantation. I believe he bought her freedom. He left her the plantation and just dipped like she had land. I believe she had like 36 acres of land. The the house that he left behind her, which was the original plantation house. It was supposed to be a plantation house. So it's a big ass mansion. 36 acres of land. He actively did have like tobacco and cotton and um sugar cane fields and like different things like that. That he was supposed to have people like mass producing off of. He never did that. And then he left her with like those seven to ten kids by herself. And mind you, they're all mixed breed, right? So she's a free woman now and she owns this plantation. And that's what I mean by she had to write her own children down as her slaves for them to not um take her children, separate them, and sell them off. Especially her first batch of kids her first couple kids that she had in her lifetime was already sold off and took it from her and her actual husband she fell in love with and married was done the same so this is what i mean by like that's what had to happen and those 30, 36 acres of land went from that much to now it is literally like the uh, an entire city that is literally just my bloodline from what was gifted to her so don't know why i have to say all that but it's giving me that you doing this i don't feel like it's going to heal magically heal your bloodline that you're not wanting to give stuff to but what it is doing is that um i feel like it's separating you from your bloodline because I feel like I don't know what you guys believe in the afterlife. I don't know like what kind of afterlife you believe in. If it's like Christian based and you feel like there's a heaven and a hell and whoop, whoop, whoop and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if you feel like you're going to hell because of what they did or because you've been living off the money. Like, I don't know what you feel like, but I'm here and I see this in the cards is that this move that you're going to make, especially during Black History Month. It's like it's washing away all your sins. And it's like the sins of your forefathers. Not saying that, you know, they're already passed on the shit. It's not saying that if they are in hell for what they're doing, that they're going to all of a sudden get a ticket to heaven. No, 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 no. Whatever they did, they got to go through that themselves. That's between them and God. But I feel like you could have been a little scared to pass on because you don't know what's going to happen to you. 
was is showing me is that this is going to clear your karma and separate you from your bloodline. This is what it's giving me. Because whoever you're gifting this money to could be an African-American. They could be indigenous. They could be Hispanic. There's some type of um, um, different culture than you that's colored for sure. I'm seeing a chief here. The person that you're giving this to could have both native indigenous blood and African-American or African descent somewhere. So it's like killing a couple stones at once. Like whoever, whatever, however many different cultures your bloodline enslaved during the time that they were in life, running amok and doing whatever they were doing to get this money that now your current generations are fighting over and trying to act weird with you for to just continue on that cycle of entitlement and privilege and fuck shit you were like stopping this i don't feel like your grandkids or your great grandkids or whoever your children or whatever i don't feel like they even expect you to do this it's gonna be like a major slap in the face yeah but you're breaking a cycle by what you're about to do that's the most i can say yeah, for sure. Um, there was a curse on your family. I'm not going to hold you. With this black magic card upright, it's like there was a curse on your family. Um, for sure. For sure. And I feel like this curse on your family came from um, whatever bloodline. Okay. Whatever bloodline. Uh, ah, fuck, how do you explain this? That's why I said it's so sensitive. I'm trying to like watch my words. Whatever bloodline that you're, that the person that you want to gift this abundance to has in their blood is the, it's not the same bloodline. I don't even think it's the same people. It's not like, you know, what are the odds that like your bloodline was the one that enslaved this person's bloodline? No, like, what are the odds of that? But I mean, like the culture. So if your, so if your, um, bloodline, had like people of like Jamaican descent on their plantation. This person might have Jamaican in their blood, you know, something like that. And if they also had native dark skinned natives or something like that, this person has native in their bloodline, some, some shit like that. So it's like you're, um, you're breaking a black magic curse that was put on your bloodline because of what they did. Right. So. I don't know what that looks like in today's time for you. They might have came from a bunch of money um, and then they feel entitled to the money you have, too. Or they might, you know, it doesn't matter if you have money or not. You can still have drug addiction issues. You can still have health issues. You can still have mental issues. You know, you can still have other issues with you. It's not just like magical. Ooh, ooh. You know, you can still people can still have other things that keep running and keep happening generation to generation to generation. So whatever that is for you, and you can sit back and be like, yeah, you're right. We all got diabetes. Yeah, you're right. We all got, you know, every two generations we got schizophrenia or like something like that. I don't really know what it is for you personally, sir. But whatever that is, that curse is going to break off the family. Not the bloodline you're leaving behind, though. Don't really know how to explain that other than... It's like, yeah, you came to me in my dreams, for sure. I'm seeing myself sleeping 
or like laying down how I sleep. The person in the car is like laying that same way. Um, mm. Interesting. Um, yeah, the, the, the spiritual recognition or like, I don't want to be rude, but it's just like, it's giving the family that you're leaving behind right now, they're loser. And you know that they're loser. That's why you're like, I'm not giving them this. But they're never going to change from that. So it's giving me, whenever you reincarnate, you're going to reincarnate into a different bloodline. I don't know if you believed in reincarnation before you listen to me, but go and listen to some of them reincarnation episodes somewhere. It's somewhere in there. There's a lot of damn episodes. But when you reincarnate, your life is going to be easier. You're not have to you're not gonna have to go through hell and health issues and mental issues and I don't know if you have PTSD or anything from like um you know the military situation that you went through. But whatever's going on with you or anything like that, you're not gonna have to go through that in your next life. And let's say you do reincarnate back on earth, right? When you do decide to come back on earth and reproduce and have children of your own is going to be a blessed bloodline moving forward so it's like you're literally ripping yourself out of your family karma it's like i don't know it's like a portal or something you're like yeah take this out my blood like it's the only way i can explain it and it's only for you so i cannot say that the generations that's going to keep repopulating on this planet that you're leaving behind is going to reap these rewards. It's just you. Because if they were left behind this money, they would do the same exact thing that they've been doing, if not worse, with the entitlement and the money to back that. And the racism. And, you know, like, it's just like, some of them might be these ancestors reincarnated of yours. I'm not going to hold you. That can happen, too. So if you notice that, like, damn, I know that my bloodline comes from this. This is what they are. I don't like this. It makes me feel gross. This is not my vibe. And you notice that some of your kids, grandkids, whoop, 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 how they're raising the younger generations that's in your bloodline right now, that they're raising them to be, like, proud boys or KKK or racist or weird shit like that, entitled, privileged shit like that. Um, it could honestly be them reincarnated. Like it's, it's just cause that's all that really happens. The only thing is in my cultures and other cult, like cultures, like Hispanic, all the, we teach in our cultures about reincarnation so that we know that we are our ancestors reincarnated. I, you know, I think I said in some of my old episodes who I was reincarnated. I did a reading on like my great, 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 great grands from like the year, like the 500s and stuff like that in Italy. And I found out that was me. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. That makes sense on how I know all this magical stuff. You know what I'm saying? I did an episode on that. So I don't know if your culture talks about that kind of stuff or they believe in it or they think it's hocus pocus, but everybody on this planet 
we all come from our ancestors. So that same spirit that they carry is just back on earth in a different body. So if they, if they're still carrying that on, that's why. Okay. So it's giving me, you're literally somehow only breaking the spell over yourself. This is not something that all of them are going to break. They would have to step up and break it themselves and that's on them. But you moving forward, if the gods, if you go to heaven after this and the gods are like, I'm not going to say if you're going to go to heaven, I can see that you are. The gods are going to be like, okay, sir, insert your name. We seen this great gesture that you did. This was very powerful. We see that you are not like this and this and this. You answered the call. You are a chosen one. You re- you realize that in the nick of time, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you quite older, right? You noticed that in the nick of time and you didn't die off and just handed this to somebody and didn't fix this issue. You fixed this issue. So this is what we can grant you. This is the type of bloodline you're going to go into moving forward. This is the type of family you can go into moving forward. This is how prosperous you guys are going to be. This old energy, you will never come around that again, right? And whatever that looks like for you. So I'm not going to hold you. Low-key, you doing this is like buying yourself a ticket to the heavens. Low-key, I'm not going to hold you. Not going to hold you at all. That's awesome. That's really powerful. Yeah, it's like partnership alliances. So the gods, the angels, I feel like this person that you're going to bless with this abundance, their spirit team is partnering up with you to make sure that you make it through, if that makes sense. Like, hmm, there's a lot of things I'm explaining on this episode. It might be more than one episode, but me as a medium, right? I try to have different episodes where I explain mediumship to you guys, right? So this is one of those. Mediumship. Me as a medium, I can tell when somebody's about to pass away. It'll happen. They'll come to me in their dreams. They can be connected to me or not connected to me. You could have came to me in my dream because of this situation. Like, you know your time's ticking. It's not like I'm the Grim Reaper or nothing like that, but I can just sense when somebody's about to pass. I said before, when I was younger, before I understood this, I would have dreams about my homeboys that were like ripping and running the streets and being gang members and stuff. And I would warn them and be like, hey, don't go there. Don't do this. It's not safe. Watch out. Stay home. They wouldn't listen. They're no longer here. Right. People didn't believe me before I had my platform about me being psychic and I was able to prove it to people. They just thought I was weird, especially me being in Washington state and things are different here. If I was still in New Orleans saying this shit, we're very superstitious. There's witches down there. There's covens down there. There's vampires down there. There's spirits. You know what I'm saying? There's tarot readers and witchcraft and all that kind of voodoo shit. Like, so that would have been easier if I would have grew up around those people saying this. I'm in a whole nother. I'm from the bottom of the map to the top of the map. Very different cultural. These people didn't believe me when I would say that. And unfortunately, some of my friends passed away because of that. But I still get these dreams. I just had a dream last night that made me really sad because this girl that I grew up with, um, I used to date her brother and me and her became really close. And I seen in dream time that she's going to pass away soon, exactly how she's going to pass away. And it sucks because I'll tell these people 
and they just don't want to hear it until it happens and it's too late. But either way it goes, their spirits still come to me. Y'all see me sometimes solving their cases and being like, it was this, this person set them up, this happened, this person's this, 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 this. It was a crooked cop, like whatever it is, I'll solve it and at least let them rest on peacefully. That's a part of being a medium and helping this person pass on and go to the next realm. Because sometimes when people have unfinished business or um, they're unsure or like they're doomed to stay and linger this earthly realm, sometimes they'll be put in like purgatory. I have episodes in the Tower of Babel explaining purgatory. Purgatory is fucking scary. It's very dark and it's very fucking scary. Um, That's not your energy. You're not going to be stuck in limbo. This person that you're about to bless with this abundance that is of, of a different culture, ethnicity, race than you are, their ancestors are going to help you move on from this earthly realm because this curse that was put over your family, they're either stuck coming back like karma just coming back to this reality i don't know like i said i don't know if your family ever got to touch this wealth or not or if you've been holding on to it this whole time i don't know um but they're cursed in other ways even if it's not financially mentally emotionally spiritually all that kind of stuff right um you're breaking that so this person is not just like somebody you're blessing. This person is like a medium or something, or they have mediumship abilities. They're going to walk you to the heavens. I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know what's happening with you and how you're going to pass away. But when you do, this person's going to walk you to the heavens. Okay? For sure. For sure. I feel like whoever you are, you're not losing no type of sleep over um, not giving to this family of yours. You're good off that. You blessing this person with this abundance. Yeah, I can't make it up. It's literally like a ticket to heaven. This is money. This is finances. This is um, land that they can buy. This is something they can provide for them and theirs. And that is like, I don't know. It's highly favored. Basically, because nobody in your bloodline would have ever done anything like this. For sure. This person has been going through their own emotional struggles, their own downfalls, their own upheavals, and they keep getting knocked back down. So this person is like low key. Their energy is becoming numb. They don't. um It's like they don't really have faith in humanity anymore. Like. They might not like humans. They might be like, I don't like humans. I don't like this earth. I don't like this world. Like, why am I here? It's like they're so kind. They're so loving. They're so caring. And the only hand that they've been dealt is like detriment and karma and fucked up situations. And it's like for this blessing to happen, it gives them um, a spark in faith in knowing that human existence is not just so shallow and vain and greedy and money hungry it's like because that's all they've seen out of it so they literally hate this planet it's like they've went through so many fucking obstacles and challenges and the things that i feel like you admire this person for is the same thing that they only have those attributes because of how much shit they went through right so it's like you're giving them a reason to believe in 
feeling like there is still good in this world. Their ancestors and them are going to help you. It's like they're a medium. They're going to, I'm not going to hold you. So this is giving me, I don't know if you're going to like pass peacefully in your sleep or anything like that. I don't know. But it's giving me, you might, you know, I hope that doesn't scare you. I feel like at this point, maybe you're in pain and agony and, and things like that. And you're just like, shit, I just want to go peacefully. Um, but it's going to seem like a dream to you. And you're just not going to get back up from that dream. Okay. <sighs> wow. I never gave a reading like this. It's kind of crazy. I've never given a reading like this on my podcast at all. I've given a reading like this to somebody else. And I was able to be like, oh, this is somebody's grandparent or something. My condolences in advance. Or, but this is like somebody that's actively listening to me. My deepest condolences in advance for yourself, though. But I feel like you might have thought it was going to be challenging and you're going to be facing demons and you're going to have to pay for what your ancestors did and whoop, 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 whoop. But that's actually not the case. Um, It's going to almost seem like a dream. Like, you may fall asleep one night. I don't feel like, like, if you're wondering, you don't have to worry about, like, oh, my God, I, I cannot go to sleep tonight. Let me stay up because what if tonight's the night? I don't feel like that. I feel like the gods, it's divine timing. So, like I said, the 11th through the 20th can be specific, right? You might bless this person with the abundance on one of those days, on all of those days, however that's going to happen. And then once I feel like you're done and you're like, okay, God, I did my duty. I'm ready. Whoop, 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 whoop. And you had that conversation with the gods. I feel like when, whenever you're like, I'm good. I don't, I'm not ready to get back up tomorrow. It's like you're, it's like that's when the gods are going to be like, all right, cool. But I don't want you to like, I have to clarify that. I don't want you to be scared to go to sleep tonight or nothing like that after you hear this or, you know, whenever you hear this. Because it's going to be after you complete your last part of your mission. This is like your final part of your mission, right? Um, and like I said, it's going to seem like a dream. This person's going to um, probably take you by the hand and walk you through these things. You might see um, pieces of your life flash before your eyes. Um I've had level, I have, I've had several near death experiences growing up. So I know what this kind of looks like in a way, but it's going to kind of seem like an out of body experience. Like you might be asleep and dreaming, but you look down and you see your body laying there on the bed or whatever. And then this person's going to come to you, take you by your hand, walk you through this door or something like that, like a doorway or a portal. Bubba, I need you to sit down so I can put, pick a show for you. Sit down. Um, and the first few parts of it is going to look like um flashes of your life. Like when you first had your kid, the happiest moments, you know, like, you know, your marriage or like whatever exciting achievements that you had throughout your life is going to look like that. Then it's like once you get through what you went through, I see the next part. They're going to help you through this part. You might have to like jump over, um, 
it get, it's giving me like a sea of souls. Like, um, the energies that your bloodline kind of conjured up because this person and their spirit team is actively helping you break these spells and walk away from these spells. So I'm not going to hold you. If this wouldn't have happened, you probably would have, it's like, I don't know if you ever seen the movie, the mummy, but if you ever seen the movie, the mummy and how there was like those, it, it was like a black tar pit kind of, and like all those souls are like grabbing at, um, the, you know, the person and like pulling them down into it. And it was kind of like hell. Um, and I'm not trying to scare you and you don't have to be scared because this person's going to guide you through, but you're literally like blessing someone that is a medium. That's a spiritualist that is of whatever bloodlines that your people enslaved. That's going to immediately break the spell over you in particular, nobody else. Cause you did it. So you're going to be walking over a sea of souls. Um, they might try to grab at you, but they're not going to be able to do anything, touch you, pull you down, nothing like that. And then once you get through that phase, at the end of that, it's like you're going to be uh, be met by an angel. And then after that, I feel like the person is going to say their goodbyes to you and they're going to go back. They might wake up from the dream and be like, what the fuck? That was a random dream, right? <laughs> but that was like that person's way of saying goodbye to you. Thank you to you. And also their spirit team saying thank you. And this is how we are going to help you through this. And then once you're met by that angel, whatever happens from there, that's you actually going to the heavens. Because this person cannot literally walk into heaven being alive in their physical body still. But they can meet, they can basically meet the angel halfway and the angel goes and does the rest of that, right? So yeah. And there's specific angels and archangels that are assigned to do certain things. So you guys know, um, I always explain to you guys mediumship and angels and archangels and stuff. And I even talk about like spiritual warfare. And, you know, I talk about in certain situations, some people have to use like darker entities because, you know, in Christianity, Catholicism, we're taught to call up on this angel and that angel. But angels literally have one specific job like some have a few but it's like outside of that they can't do it like archangel michael has a certain job to protect right archangel uriel can bring like physical ideas and manifestations into physical reality like a thought can turn it into a reality that idea you have for a business archangel uriel can turn that into this business actually transpiring on this planet and it's not just in your head and boom, 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 like certain angels can only defend, protect, send love, send peace, send comfort, but that's it. So whatever this angel is that you're going to meet, their main job is just to be at a certain standpoint for anybody crossing over to bring them to their decision. Do you want to chill and stay in spirit world and be forever in eternity just living in bliss as a spirit or do you want to return to heaven and try again and have a more peaceful life like what do you want to do so i can't tell you what to choose but i feel like you're going to have a decision there, there might even be like four choices laid in front of you like you want to live this life this life this life this life or do you want to go to this planet this planet this planet this planet this reality 
this parallel universe, like whatever it is for you, you're going to have four choices to choose from once you meet this angel. And then, boom, there it is. If you choose to reincarnate, you might just come on through and you're a baby again and you're being birthed in your own earth. But you're not going to look at the faces of a family member that you know that you just left behind. You're going to be in a whole different bloodline that's abundant, that's loving, that's caring, and you get to start over again. And that's how people be like, that baby been here before. I know that kid been here before and da 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 and like people be talking and having that energy like, uh-uh, you can't tell me this ain't somebody's grandpa because look at how my baby does this and they're super advanced. Whatever choice you make, it's going to be your own choice, but I can only show you from the cards and what I know about this type of stuff is that you're going to be walked through the dark and guided through the dark, but you still may see that dark shit. It's just not going to touch you because that's walking away from the spell that all the other ancestors of yours are still stuck in that because of what they did to this bloodline. Especially, you know, I don't know who they, African got voodoo, you know, indigenous got their own magic, you know. Hispanics in them, they got Santeria, Santa Marte. I don't know what kind of witchcraft is on you with Pantheon, but they fucked y'all's fucking people up. They was putting spells on y'all for what y'all did to these, not y'all, but I'm talking about, you know, your peoples, your ancestors. They fucked them up spiritually for that whole transatlantic slave trade and that, uh, that plantation and all that shit that they did. They put some juju on, on y'all for sure. And you're just about to walk through and pass that. I can, I can show you that. I mean, I can tell you that for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, I'm not gonna say that. I see exactly how you're gonna pass away. I don't wanna tell you that. Yeah, I don't wanna tell you that. It's in reverse. I'm not gonna tell you that. I can see it though. I don't wanna tell you that. I don't want you to be in fear. You know, I don't want you to be like, oh, this is gonna happen. I want you to just go to sleep and, uh, and once you get this done, like once you get this last task done and this person has whatever, however much you're going to send them or whatever you're going to do with that, once that is done and you're completed with that and you're talking to the gods and you're talking to your angels and you're like, I'm ready. This medium is going to receive the message that, okay, this is it. And when they go to sleep and you go to sleep and y'all ready, y'all going to go to sleep at the same time that night. This is how it's going to happen, and they're going to wake up, and you're just not going to wake up. They're going to wake up and be like, that was an interesting dream. And you're going to not wake up unless you decide to reincarnate. And if you don't wake up, you're just going to be in spirit world. Wherever you choose, yeah. I see wherever you choose is going to be very loving. You might be on a planet that looks similar to Earth, but it's like all love. For the next, um, okay, we're almost out of time. Let me see. I'm going to pause it here and then continue it. But this might have to be like a longer episode. I'm going to pause it here though. Okay, so we're back. Wherever you decide to go, I do see it's very beautiful. 
you might choose to be on another planet or a different timeline or something like that. But it looks like Earth. It has trees and water and, um, you know, nature and things like that. Um, but honestly, it might not even be Earth. It might be heaven. Everybody's heaven looks different. Okay. I don't know if you can, um, choose to pick movies or you have like streaming or anything like that, but you should watch, um, this movie is going to resonate a lot with your situation. Watch the movie. Uh, fuck. It slipped my mind. How did it, it's with Robin Williams in it. I said it a bunch of times. It's one of my favorite movies. I don't know why it's slipping my mind like that. What may come or fuck. Hold on. Let me look at it real quick. What, what, oh, what dreams may come, I think. Is it what dreams may come? Hold on. Let me make sure. What dreams may come, I think, or something like that. What dreams, yeah, what dreams may come. It's a 1998 movie. And it has um, Robin Williams on it. It's a beautiful movie. But that is the best way to explain the type of vibes that I'm picking up here. Okay? You might not even choose to come back to Earth. But the type of heaven that you're going to be in is going to kind of look like Earth in a way. But you're going to know that it's not. Everything's going to be happy, joyous, celebrated. You're going to be around like um, really good people, um, laughter, love. I see with the crown chakra here, before this happens, um, like before you're actually, you know, transitioning over, they're going to show you um, these dreams. So when you wake up, understand you're still here, you're still on earth. <laughs> um, but they're going to show you maybe after you hear these messages moving forward that like what is to come what dreams may come like whatever reality you see if you see beautiful men and women with angel wings flying around and everybody's peaceful and there's dogs and cats and happy people and children and you know everybody's cool and maybe you had a certain age that you liked and you just stay that age if you're like yeah i miss my i miss when i was 22 like i miss how i looked then you just stay that age like i don't know but it's gonna be very like angelic like wherever you choose to go. It's going to be definitely somewhere in the cosmos. I'm not going to hold you. You might not even choose to come back. I feel like I see your choice. I'm not making it for you, but I see you're like, nah, Earth is boring. Yeah, it's like discontent and bored here. Like, eh, I already know what this motherfucker has here. I don't want to be here. Let's see what else is in the cosmos. Yeah, whatever you choose, you're going to make the right choice. You might have four to five choices. And when you make that choice, this angel is going to then bring you there so the the medium the person that you're going to bless with this abundance they're going to walk you through these curses and spells and protect you you're going to avoid that after you see your life flash before your eyes that's the next thing is the medium person walking you through it and then after that they're going to have you be meet up with this angel they're going to say their goodbyes to you wish you you know the best of the best they're going to wake up going about their life and now you done sent this person physical abundance that changed their whole life so you set them up and you know they can express their gratitude to you on a whole different level from earth but the angel that they leave you with may give you four to five choices on whatever one that you choose you get to then the angel's gonna bring you to that destination 
in the cosmos because that person cannot do that, right? And yeah, and yeah, like I said, before then, you're going to have dreams about this. I feel like you're going to be so at rest coming up, okay? So I don't know when this is going to happen. I don't know if um you're going to hear this message and then do what you have to do. And then the fifth, uh, excuse me, the 15th, the 11th through the 20th is like, all right, I'm ready. Like, I don't know what timeline it is, but it's giving me like sometime this month, you're going to change somebody's life and then you're going to transition this month. Like, this is it. That's what it's giving me. And everything's going to happen in divine timing. I feel like you're finally at this place of like peace, you know, because I feel like before maybe you were afraid of passing on. You were afraid of what's to come after this and, you know, afraid of what the afterlife looks like. And I feel like not only me explaining it to you, but you actually getting a confirmation in your own dreams after you hear these messages and you get to see some of the choices of all the beautiful different places that you can choose. So the angel might, the angel that is going to bring you to this place might actually, after you hear this message for the next few days or a few weeks or whatever, is going to come to your dreams and show you choice A, choice B, choice C, D, E, whatever. And then it's like, you already be like, oh, that's cool. I like being here. I like being there. You're like, shit, I like the choice C was the best one or like whatever. And when you then pass along, you kind of already made your choice after seeing all the different realities you can be on and see which one best fits you. And then when they present it to you again, after this medium leaves you with the angel, then that's your choice. And then you can move forward and then live out your reality there for sure. You're definitely going to be planting a seed in a new timeline, a new reality, okay? For sure. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah. I feel like you have been resting, contemplating, meditating on this for a while. You've been patiently trying to figure this out. And I feel like now, not only are you able to fulfill somebody else's wishes that has also been patiently praying that a miracle will happen to them you are their miracle i want you to understand that too you are their miracle and you are their blessing and you are actually their angel that's helping them as much as they're bringing you to an angel to help you in your and in their eyes this person that you're gonna bless you are an angel sent from the gods that bless them with this because it's like what are the odds that out of nowhere like i damn near want to cry like what are the eyes that this person has went through hell their whole life and then randomly some beautiful soul just comes and blesses them with a miracle like this and gets them out of like the hardest point in their life that they've ever went through ever. So it's like you're fulfilling their wishes to them. You are an angel to you. I mean, and in your situation, they're going to bring you to an angel. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, I need you to understand how important you really are, sir. You really are very important. You're very aware. You're very enlightened. And don't get back in your head about this, okay? I feel like you went through enough mental conflict 
you've been back and forth about this and I feel like this is just confirmation of reassurance that you made the right choice. Um, and I feel like right now the mental conflict is going on with this person. Like this person is still trying to figure out like, how am I going to get out of this situation? Like, it doesn't seem like anything's going to change for them. It just seems like, you know, um, they're just living in hell every day. Like I said, this person could literally hate humans. They can hate earth. They can just, it just sucks. They giving up on humanity. It's like, oh, we're all just at war. Oh, we're all just in competition with each other. You know, they've only seen people that they love kill each other for money. The same shit that you're trying to prevent happening in your own family, right? So you're giving this person a new life. And in a way, they're helping you get a new life as well. So it's like an equal exchange of energies here. And I think that's really fucking beautiful. This is honestly one of the most beautiful readings I have done ever. Like, I'm not going to hold you. I'm going to pause it or end it here because I don't want it to be too long. But there's definitely a part two. I don't really know what is happening in part two because I feel like I said a mouthful on this one. But, yeah, we're going to pause it here, get into part two and finish out the rest of the messages. Again, for the other air signs, um, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius. Uh, this is so specific. So like, I hope you guys listen and you can understand how things work and you heard my ancestors, one of my ancestors stories and it's Black History Month and stuff. You can understand mediumship and afterlife and all that good stuff. But like, it's literally not everybody's message. This is only like catered to like one particular person listening to my messages. Love you guys. Thanks for supporting. Until the next episode, peace.